thought we was done, man. Thought we was finished. But we're back in the game. Hello and welcome to Tracks. I'm Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is episode 66. Nicely done there, my friend. The first sung intro we've had so far. Yeah, so far. So far, so good. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good episode. (laughs) We're doing well. This is going to be a good one, I guarantee to you, listeners. Uh, we're here. We're full of energy. We're a bit hot again. It's I feel really like, hot, isn't it? Like we start every. It's a bit close. A bit, yeah, it really is a bit close. We start a mini episode recently with that exact uh, disclaimer. But I tell you what, I mean, my ears are sweating from these headphones. I've got like, oh god, <laughs> rolls. I've got rolls everywhere. I've got sweat lines all over me. Yeah. Oh, it's hot, listeners, and I'm sorry. Uh, it's led to a bit of delirium. Maybe just a bit of dehydration in the office. Yeah. We should have some water. Yeah. Been here a long time, not had any. I mean, that would really help our current mental state. For sure. Slow it down. <laughs> yeah, you really have. Like, <laughs> so right, right let's thing. get down to business and find out where we're going to find our business. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, just gonna get slower and slower until I'll you tell you what, the question. Like, we're gonna find them on the side. Yes. We. Oh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You alright, mate? Hello there, Tim. How's it going? It's going pretty good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Long time no see, literally, for once. Yeah, a week. Weird. It's so rare that we don't see each other uh, for any reason at any time between recording sessions. But this week, that has happened. Yeah. What the bloody hell have you been up to? Um, I believe last week I said that it was going to be like a really nice, clear, like open week where I had nothing on. You did, yeah. You said you had no plans, nothing standing in your way. Yeah. Nothing stood in my merry way. Um, I I worked, work was busy sometimes, and then I had a weekend where I did nothing. It was exactly how I'd planned. Really? Had and a bit of a tidy up. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? Very good. Really? Lovely. I properly, like, recharged my batteries over the weekend. Really? Plugged yeah. them all in? Plugged what? them all in. <laughs> Your little battery pack that you've got here tonight? Yeah. Didn't recharged even, that? Didn't overcharge them. <laughs> um, it was all, it was really nice. Listen nice. to lots of music. Oh, good. Just so you're well. You'll be about. you'll be well prepped for this week's episode, then I assume. Absolutely, Tim. But uh, not quite so well prepped for this opening gambit where we normally talk about what we've been up to over the week. Yeah, it's just not been a lot in that sense. I've listened to a lot of new stuff that came out on Friday, which are probably some highlights we've talked about. Mm. Uh, I think. Maybe yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't know what you've listened to. I cannot read your mind. Well, I yet. think most of it's a lot of things I talked about had albums coming out on the Friday. Yeah, and that happened. They they did come out on that Friday. There were a lot of that. For a sure. lot, a lot of Fridays music. Yeah. Um. Did you do anything musical? Did you have a good week? Did you? Did you get, were you busy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I. I had. Well, last week I said that I had no relaxing days at all, um, and that kind of was true. Friday I was at Lovebox, London's very own Lovebox, which was a real great big day out. Um, loads of fun, loads of sun, not so much mum. Uh, there were there were actually loads of mums there though. It was quite weird. Yeah. Kept on sort of strolling. How could you sense that there were mums? There was like a lot of people had gone on like a family day out oh, really? to Lovebox. And I, I felt a bit sad for everyone involved when I saw it. Not because um, I'm ageist or I don't think that's an event for, uh, you know, all ages to go and enjoy. But uh, I felt like Rounded. no one had really known within that group what quite they were getting themselves into. It was kind of younger kids and older parents. And like, mm. there was a few times where you kind of, you just sensed a bit of uneasiness. Or I felt uneasy. Someone felt Think uneasy. Of the children. Exactly. Um, but no, it was really fun. I enjoyed it very much. It's my first time at Lovebox, and it's certainly one I will go back to. I think I I liked the vibe. I liked the setup. Loads yeah. of stages. 
uh, we won't get into it, but you saw Frank Ocean, and I remember you texting me, and I was on the train crying about it. Were you literally so crying? Was, I was um, going through every piece of social media I had. I downloaded Periscope just to see if somebody was uh, live streaming <laughs> it. I'd, I'd done all sorts of th- I emailed everyone I could, seeing if they had tickets or if yeah. they could get me in, all kinds of things. But I went home, mm. listened that- to him on the train. That's pretty much... Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the the less said about his moment, the better because yeah, we won't go there. Uh, I'm sure you guys have, have read a lot about it. If you're kind of engaged within the Frank Ocean world and care about those kind of things, and if you don't, then we've talked about him enough already on the podcast to mm-hmm. cover it all. Um, I just wanted to know wanted people to know that I hated you that day. Yeah, quite, I know you did quite badly, and I I genuinely felt quite bad about it. I kept I kept just thinking, oh, Harry would love to be here. And then I just thought, ah, but he's not. I mean, it came close to buying a £140 weekend ticket. Yeah. But I just couldn't part with that cash. No. No. Um, but yeah, that was good. Uh, the rest of my weekend was pretty chilled. I laid around a lot. I slept. You're going to a lot of parks recently. Getting a lot of Snapchats of uh, parks by the beach. I'm always by the... I'm pretty much... But generally... seems to be more now than ever. Well, it's <laughs> sunny, isn't it? Sunny, Parking isn't it? it up. I like it in a park. I like so to... Park life for Tim. Because I don't... I've... I've kind of made the decision that despite living uh, in Brighton, a seaside town, I, f- I don't find the beach particularly relaxing. I like to be just as close to the beach as I can so I still get the sea breeze but I would much rather be on grass well, what day did me you and Jake go down that was, was that Saturday before? a Saturday night and that was that quite was nice stunning. I thought yeah. what the f- why am I wanting to go to LA I've got my own Venice beach here walking along the promenade the weather was lovely I'm not saying it's the same yeah. calm down I can I see your face <laughs> I know, I'm like, but it, the weather was nice the sea was calm it wasn't windy there were lots of people about having a good time it was picturesque. It was pastel and picturesque. It was, wasn't it? It was, uh, yeah, it was a Quite. stunner. But, um, yeah, just that I find there's a particular park that I have keys to, so it's like private, so the riffraff really? can't get in. Um, keys? Keys. What keys? Keys. <laughs> I'll take you there. Why do you have keys? Because uh, my mum used to live in Sussex Square Garden. No, she didn't live in the gardens, obviously. She lived in Sussex Square, which is like one of the squares on the seafront. Yeah. Um, so every all the residents there can buy a key to get into like the private gardens. She still has it. She still has it. Um, and now I have it, because she doesn't live in Brighton. Interesting. Um, so I can get into like a private garden. So that is where I'm hanging out a lot. Is it quite um, quiet usually? Always quiet. It's never busy, but it's like, it's literally, there's like a little tunnel from the gardens to the beach. Yeah, that's the bit that I think I've seen. Yeah. Oh, it, hang on, what, a tunnel that goes under? Yeah, it goes like under the road. It's sick. Wow. Um, but like, so I go there a lot. I go there more than the beach and I love it. I just lie there. Oh, because you I, can see the beach pretty much from Yeah, exactly. And I listen to music and it's still a bit cool, but also hot and it's, yeah, it's great. Cool. And I can walk to little... Uh, it's, it's absolute scenes, mate. I'll tell you what. Well, to I'll, do an outside podcast. Yeah, right? just come down. Come down. Yeah, we should do an outside podcast. We just need to buy some batteries. We did buy some batteries. Yeah, a great escape. at home. They're uh, in my our, our communal home that we both live in. <laughs> they're at my house, I yeah. think. Although, no, they're really bad. Oh. <laughs> I put some in my Xbox controller and played like three games of FIFA and then they died. Oh, God. Imagine trying so to do a thing, podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I do not trust I don't that. Not but it. Got a lovely little battery back here that I'm pretty sure would charge it. Oh, keep, nice. keep it going. Oh, it's excellent. excellent yeah. mm-hmm. True, I've got one of them too. We could bring two of them. We'll be backed up for weeks. We go forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do that. We could do one almost every week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that would be a nice midsummer thing to do. Let's do an outdoor podcast. Yeah, midsummer night stream. Yeah. Oh, aren't we cute? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I'm in parks all the time. That's what I've been up to. Sweeties. Sweetie. <laughs> Cheers, sweetie. Um, so. Honey Bunch. Uh, you said you've been listening to loads of music this week. I would like to know if what lit the... I have! <laughs> I have! Um, what lit the highs? Well, funny enough, I actually had a highlight set and I actually told you what it was going to be, didn't I? No, you did not. These are lies. I did. Yeah. So, 
little brief mention Washed Out's album really really good oh you did mention it's that. good to put on in the background it's just nice and chill and like maybe not kind of what you'd expect it's less um, sorry to say this but Washed Out sounds <laughs> than a lot of their previous work but the uh, album I actually just remembered as I said I've listened to lots of music too as Kermit um, is Mr. Jukes God First yes the album that has been much anticipated in the world of music <laughs> and the indie world because a lot of people know it from uh, well, they know Bombay Basketball Club they know Jack Stebman they know what he's been doing in the they last know kind of six months that weird bald man he just keeps popping up everywhere yeah who looks like a um... I'm I'm more and more terrified every time I see him I'm going to be honest it the bald look is not doing like it for a, me no there's a picture where he looks like a world leader like I can't think of the word that I mean but somebody who's going to set off some nuclear bombs yeah nuclear <laughs> nuclear <laughs> nuclear nuclear uh, but he can write good music yeah it was uh, it was album of the day the day yesterday on Six Music it was, was it? really good it was oh really is that the one where they play it constantly through yeah, the day through the day through the day lovely um, we've I think we've had a f- quite a few singles we've had uh, Grant Green Tears Angel Slash Your Love and Leap of Faith uh, all really good singles every time they've come out it's been for me it's been like um, which ones sound like Bombay what are the elements of them that are kind of bleeding through? If you if you know them, then you know that um, kind of Grant Green and Angels slash Your Love are kind of less so like that. They're quite, um, especially Grant Green is like this big, like um, big band kind of number. And it's really fun. I, mm. I absolutely adore that song. Uh, Tears is very Bombay Bicycle Club. I've always found that name so hard to say to him. What, Bombay? Bombay Bicycle Club. It's just... I always say Bumba Bicycle Club. I, I feel like you breeze through it every time. I you do, mentioned it I, many a time on I the podcast. I can't say it without thinking. Bumba Bicycle I'm saying Bumba Bicycle Club. <laughs> um, there's believe from, in yourself. Believe in yourself. I don't know where I was going with <laughs> Um It's hard to say what I would want to do from this. There's lots of really good features. You've got um, BJ the Chicago Kid. Uh, Charles Bradley, Della Soul, which is probably the song I might play actually because it's fucking great. Uh, I don't know how to say this. Lala Hathaway, Lala Hathaway, Alexandria, and Leanna La Havas, which is a really nice kind of album closer as well. Like if you want like a, an album that like from start to finish like starts well on a big one and ends well, like you know when you get those ones that the ones. You know, when you get those ones. Um, no, sometimes I'll get like an album. You get the types that sound like they should be heard front to back and then the ones yeah, that yeah. kind of just have a random song at the end or something. It's it kind of one of the, one of these things that makes sense. It's like a, a last track on an album. Maccabees always do a really good last song. Always. But, uh, Did. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll play a track from the album. Uh, it's a little bit difficult. I said I would play Leap... I said I would play Leap of Faith. Um, I guess as it's their latest single we will Leap of Faith by Mr. Jukes with Della Soul and Horace Andy One, So my highlight has been an album by a band called Franco Bolo. Are you familiar with... Franco Sonbolo. No. No. I not that. Know. I don't know even what that was, but... Just tried to make it the same name and it's difficult. Because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, fundamentally, there are different letters in it and it, you're always going to trip up and struggle. Um, they are a band originally out of Sweden, but essentially now a London act. They've done the Maccabees thing. They've left their hometown and they've become Londoners. Second shout out for Maccabees already this episode. I mean, we're normally relentless with that, but today 
even more I mean, more we're playing so. Maccabee Bingo right now. Yeah. So far, we're Maccabee Bingo. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're this really kind of weirdly interesting act. Bit psyche, bit kind of just odd is the word I would go with. And they've put out their debut album, which is called Long Live Life, which is out on Squarelo Records. And I really suggest people go and give it a listen, purely because it feels like one of the most varied albums I've listened to this year. The particular song I want to play is called Kinky Lola. And I think, <laughs> just because, it, I mean, first of all, that's a great title, a great song name, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it kind of sums up the album in that... It's kinky. Where, do you, where you place it, I don't really know. It's kind of got... I would say, like, the weirdness of someone like Lay of the Peer that we love mixed with, like, the rawness of someone like the Libertines that we also love. Um, meeting somewhere in the middle with, like, the bit of a Scandi influence, London kind of scuzzy music scene. Um, and, yeah, it's just it's just a really sort of fascinating mix. It's produced by Charlie Andrew, who's worked with, like, Old J and Marika Hackman, people like that. So it's also got, like, this really kind of nice high quality kind of slick production over all the top of all the things that I've just mentioned which again makes it an even more kind of fascinating blend and sometimes I'm listening to this record and I'm not completely convinced that I love everything about it but I'm just intrigued in terms of this kind of genre I I feel like I have to go back to people like Pop Levi to think of an album that I was so intrigued by all the different directions it was going in and so kind of uh, excited and confused by all the influences that kind of went into it and kind of working out where the hell it sits. It's just a fascinating one. So I'm going to play Kinky Lola and I want to hear what you think of it. And I apologise, listeners, because apparently someone's getting chased by the police in the background. That's going to happen, apparently. We moved to... What are you going to do, eh? Uh, some hideous place instead of the centre of beautiful Brighton, apparently. Um, this is Kinky Lola by... Franco Bale. Franco Bolo with Kinky Lola. Harry, what did you think? First listen. I'm a fan. You're a fan. I like it when that happens, when, you, when you're when like shown something and like, we've all been shown a lot of music by somebody and sometimes it will just connect with you or it won't yeah, and you'll yeah. be like, oh that's interesting or that's not or whatever. But I was listening to that just like, yes, this is hitting the spot. It's a nice moment. I mean, obviously we sit here and do this every week and uh, it's rare that you play something that like, I don't like also like there's also those kind of equally uh, rare moments where like you'll play something and I'll think I cannot wait to be sort of walking home tonight and listening to that particular song like, I want to mm. hear it again like it's Definitely. nice to there was um, a few very beginning of that I was like I started to kind of I was thinking about my next pick and then I was getting brought into it and then I was like oh this sounds a bit and then I started doing all that stuff bit of a lazy comparison but the beginning sound you know, is very kind of there were Mac DeMarco parts to it and then I was thinking like oh some of this is reminding me of a, a band and I thought is it Peace? Like they used to have like a, some kind of slow songs yeah. there was something about the vocal that reminded me of that and then the kind of second verse was a little bit more raw and then it did that weird dingy bingy whatever it was yeah. that Beep. yeah that was that was really cool that yeah. and that was just like an interesting kind of nice melodic part and it was really really a lot going I love it Tim <laughs> I love it excellent stuff I don't know if I've ever got a reaction like this but yeah I think that's kind of what makes the whole record great that there's all these weird things going on the whole time and you're just kind Good. of totally engaged with it and sort of yeah trying to work out where it sits and where it comes from it's really good. I think you'll like it. I think if you like if you like that record, that particular song, then you'll like the whole album completely. Uh, it's called Long Live Life. It's by Franco Bolo. And 
yeah, go check it out. I think that brings to a close this week's musical highlights of the week. So here we are on this second half of the show, Tim, and we're actually going to get into a little bit of a musical industry lark. Oh, your neck of the woods. A little bit of a wooded area for me. Um, So are you aware of a thing called SoundCloud? Never heard of it, mate. Okay, well then, thanks for listening this week. (laughs) Um, Okay, so in 2007, Stockholm, Sweden. Where all good things come from, really. Where all the good things come from. We've already had a bit of Swedish today. Yeah. Can you name another one? Uh, Spotify. Was it? Oh, they I think really so. Are killing it with the, mu- with the music. And stuff. I think um, a podcasting company comes from there too. One of the good ones, but I can't remember which one. Okay. Oh, you... Acast, maybe. Acast. Yeah, I think you're right. Hey. All, Lovely all stuff. The, all the great. All um, the greats. So in 2007. A thing was brought into the world, I imagine a little startup, and it was SoundCloud. And I'm not sure, because 2007, I, I mean, we were quite young. I'm actually quite amazed it's 2007, to be honest. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years ago, yeah. I mean, I don't think I was using it for a little bit. No, I don't. I, I, I was using it when I was at uni, but that was a tiny bit afterwards, like quite a, a bit few afterwards. years afterwards. Um, My first foray into... Well, firstly, SoundCloud is a music kind of streaming service slash you use it to upload um, and anyone can have a profile. It's a bit like Facebook of sound. It's almost like um, the kind of the modern day equivalent of what MySpace used to be, I think, like yeah. where sort of it's artists like make that. their page and kind of upload uh, yeah. raw stuff I want to say it's like Last FM but I don't know what Last FM is there was I see it everywhere and I don't know how that's still going who uses that there was a moment in time (laughs) when um, I share a lot of music with my dad and we used to like sort of send mp3s and stuff back and forth and there was a moment in time where he would constantly be like why aren't you using Last FM and I would literally go on that website and I could not work (laughs) out how to play music on it (laughs) I was just (laughs) clicking around and I'm like on the like the profile of a song and it would just be all these words and I'd be like where's the song I, I just remember it having tags of stuff like yeah. you'd, you'd search for stuff and it would just have tags like genres and stuff I've never understood to this day what last FM no. is <laughs> I know and like my, my dad was using it it's like norm, it's meant to be the other way around that like I understand yeah. technology and he doesn't but he was just off on last FM maybe having a lovely says, old time maybe that says everything about last FM I mean, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely confusing. There was, I mean, that, sorry, this is a total tangent, but takes me back to, reminded me of one of the weirder things that happened at Lovebox, which obviously like a dance music festival, stuff like that. Yeah. I was uh, standing outside the toilets, not, not being weird, like I was <laughs> waiting for someone. No one felt that. <laughs> you brought it up. Um, like waiting for my friend and I was like, just stood next to like this guy sort of looking around as you do and I looked across and I realised he was wearing a classic FM t-shirt at Lovebox and I I just had to say to him like what is going on why are you wearing a classic FM t-shirt he didn't give me a good answer he just said it's funny isn't it so he was wearing it ironically then really but even so like what was the thought process in buying it so many unanswered questions he didn't really give me a good answer did he not just look like somebody that Likes classic. No, he looked like everyone, everyone else at Lovebox, but he had like black skinny jeans, like a pair of trainers, and just a classic FM t shirt. Yeah. I mean, fair play to him. But Didn't we all get a taxi when the, the taxi driver was playing classic FM? And we were all like, this is lovely. And then the more it went on, we were like, oh, I don't really want this anymore. Maybe. And it sounds like something that would happen, but I don't remember it. Oh, no, it's Jake and Jack. So. Oh, savage. <laughs> Been savaged on savage, the podcast. Just barely even human. Anyway. Um, so there's a lot of been a lot of goings on recently with SoundCloud. Um, I personally don't know a huge deal about the kind of the ins and outs of things, but kind of the rumor, the rumor mill has been saying that SoundCloud is closing down. 
Yes. Pretty much. It can't. I mean, I remember when I started my job and people would always say every now and then, oh, it's got, it's on its last legs. Like, it can't keep up with anything. It's got no funding. Um, it makes no money. And like, I think, I think as users, we've all kind of got that gist in that. I remember the good old days when there was no ads on SoundCloud. Yeah. Now it's I relentless. I tried to listen SoundCloud. to a bunch of stuff today and it's every two or three songs, isn't yeah. it? And it's the same ad as well. It doesn't even do different ads. Some guy in his fucking car. I don't care, mate. Yeah. And I'm not paying for it. Because yeah. um, like, my first kind of foray into SoundCloud was when I wanted to upload songs that I was making. And there were different uh, kind of price points. And I think I paid like three ninety nine a month. And it would give you like 100 megabytes or 100 gigabytes or mega... Nothing, it's just megabytes. Oh, I can't remember. 100 minutes. Um, I mean, 100 gigabytes would be a spectacular <laughs> yeah, amount. That's enough. That is yeah. enough. Um, yeah, 100 minutes, and kind of that was it. And it was just like, I don't see the point in this. Yeah. Um, I've never truly, back then anyway, used it as much as I do now, find, trying to find music and stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the rumor was that it had 50 days left to pay its employees that's how long it could run for and then it would not be able to run anymore which is um, really sad i think yeah um if nothing else you know there's a, obviously a lot of online music sharing platforms but i think this is one of the last big ones that is genuinely um open to everyone i know everyone can uh you know create a spotify profile and yeah. submit music to be uh shared on there and stuff but this soundcloud is really something that is about uh, up and coming acts sharing what they've got out there and yeah and getting there's been some amazing success stories of people that have started out and they've done some kind of remix or something and, and now they're like a big star yeah. because it's it's had a lot of downloads and then there's, there's you know big named musicians that use SoundCloud the same way that the norms do yeah I mean the first play to talk about things that have just come out the first place I heard any of Vince Staples new stuff was SoundCloud I yeah. put uh, Big Fish or whatever it's called up there a few weeks ago and you know before it was on Spotify before it was anywhere else because it's got that organic uh, aspect to it where artists still control their profile put up music whenever <laughs> they want to do it and yeah yeah, that's a great thing and it'll be a sad loss if yeah. it goes well from the SoundCloud account and through some little, I'll say it again, rumours, um, it seems pretty cemented down now that SoundCloud is here to stay. And it seems that Chance the Rapper may be its saving grace. I'm saluting to the Sky listeners because not only is he one of our favourite musicians, but he's, a, he's just a bit of a gem, isn't he's he, just, Chance? I mean, he's uh, he's like the biggest name in independent music right yeah. now. As somebody who doesn't have a label... Puts all of his stuff on there for free. Um, he's just kind of a huge... What a guy. ...figure. Um, and I think he's just... I think he said on his Twitter, he basically called, called up, up. Called called up the up. guy who runs SoundCloud, or was the founder, I'm guessing, or the CEO, and just kind of offered his services and said he, he could help them somehow. I'm not sure how. These are the things that I don't know, the ins and outs. I'm sure there's... Yeah. There's things that we don't know that we might know later on in the future about how he could save it. Maybe there'll be a documentary. Yeah. Um, but it seems like it's here to stay. And I think this Excellent. was a, as good a time as any as us to, or for us to kind of celebrate what SoundCloud had done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, Something we thought about in the past, actually. We nearly it. did one funnily enough for their 10th anniversary um, mm. because so much of the stuff that we play on here does come from SoundCloud and it's one of the they've been ripped off by virtually everyone else now but they they were the first people to do the thing where uh, say for example I want to listen to Loyal Kana Ain't Nothing Changed I'll search for that I'll click play on that and then it'll keep playing with related songs which means you can fall down an absolute what I call a SoundCloud hole. <coughs> Um, and you can learn all this new music that you never would have found otherwise if you were searching for it yourself. Spotify and YouTube both do the same now, but I'm absolutely 100% sure that SoundCloud were the first ones to do it, and it was a really powerful tool for just digging into 
all kinds of music and you'd end up I would so often end up like having played one song and then half an hour later thinking how on earth have I ended up here but like loving it just hearing something completely different that was just brilliant yeah um, yeah I, I love SoundCloud I'll be really sad if he goes <laughs> if nothing else because they had a weird black ice cream van at Great Escape this year yeah they did didn't they yeah. the weird one and also it's just quite an aesthetically pleasing thing to look at oh it is it's lovely they, they're great yeah so I think we're gonna each pick three songs that somehow for us relate to SoundCloud aren't we that's what we're gonna do that this is, is the gist and I should just say at this point this is not a paid advertising partly because they have no money like, that <laughs> yeah. is a very serious problem for them <laughs> they would be bankrupt if they but like we're not doing this uh, out of any promo thing I know because no, it's obviously so not. closely affiliated to a company it maybe can feel like that it's not an ad it's just us appreciating them so yeah. first choice and it was quite heartbreaking as well just to see that it could have gone because I'm, I now use it like every day at work so it would be it would be terrible it, yeah if, when I heard that it was happening it was like oh fuck especially huge. if like all that music that's up there went that would be awful yeah I mean we've already had to deal with the fact that a billion <laughs> funny vines have gone like I can't deal with no SoundCloud as well yeah what was, what was the internet telling into? man um, right so for my first pick I've actually kind of I'm going to throw I nearly said shade there that's not at all what I meant the opposite of shade. Yeah, I'm going to throw light towards some uh, channels that I think are good to follow. Because I think with SoundCloud, you can kind of use it in lots of different ways. You can use it to put your own stuff up, and maybe you'll do nothing else with it. You can go on there and follow certain people, which is what I'm going to talk about. Um, or you can just kind of search random things and just kind of use it every now and then when you kind of want to, which I know a lot of people I know kind of do it for that. Um, also, you can use it for podcasts, hmm. which... I haven't really done it in the past, but it's quite popular. So I've got three channels that I think people should go and kind of subscribe. Uh, <laughs> people should go and follow um, because they are constantly like good places to go for new releases and stuff like that. Um, so firstly, we've got um, Sub Pop. Uh, do you know Sub Pop? I know, well, I know Sub Pop on Twitter. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they have, very, very famous on Twitter. They have a podcast on there, which is very nice to listen to. It's a little bit like this. It's kind of more chatty than anything else. I mean, it's not as good as this, though, is it? It's, it's like this. It's not as good as this. I'm just making it clear. Oh, no, of course it's not. Yeah, okay, good. It would have to be the best cod. The, <laughs> <laughs> the best damn cod in the fucking <laughs> south of England. <laughs> It would have to make some lovely cod for that to be good. It would have to be the best podcast in the world to be as good as us. God, that took me too long. I wonder if anyone does a a podcast about fish and chip shops called the Codcast. If they don't, they should. I think I think we should just for the name. We can be the new chicken connoisseurs. The new chicken. Oh yeah. Connoisseur, but connoisseurs. Yeah, the Codcast. <laughs> oh, it's fish. It's, it tastes of fish. So Sub Pop do this kind of thing without, they've got different playlists or these spotlights. So they've got Sub Pop 2017, they've got the podcast, and then they've got kind of a few years back, I think 2015 to 16. They just release songs that are good. They basically do what we do, but they'll just put songs up on SoundCloud. And if you follow them, then it's surely going to find you some new stuff to listen to. And if you're a bit of a SoundCloud geek or a somebody who uses it a lot then chances are you will um, have come across some pop and the thing about them is that uh, sometimes I get a bit inundated with when you go on SoundCloud a lot of the chart stuff or a lot of the stuff that's in the top kind of 10 or the top things being listened to it's very often kind of hip hop trap kind of a lot of that um, I'm not sure why but maybe that's just kind of what's popular on the website but this kind of I mean they, they, they've posted a Bob's Burgers song and Marika Hackman um, the Afghan wigs Father John Misty just like 
good stuff. A lot of indie stuff, and then they also do some hip hop and stuff as well. So just it's a, it's a nice little thing to go to. Uh, the second channel is One Eight Hundred Dinosaur. Do you know One Eight Hundred Dinosaur? I don't. You don't. No. Uh, so One Eight Hundred Dinosaur is um, James Blake's label. Okay. And so they'll kind of post a lot of um, James Blake stuff, a lot of kind of uh, DJ playlists and things and stuff from the label pretty much but it's always really good um, and I think he brought out I don't think, I think it was on the album in the end but it was um, a single of his I've got it here one second uh, 200 Press I don't think that was on the album but I remember he brought that out before this is something that I'll touch on as well like Chance the Rapper um, Childish Gambino's done it before Drake Kanye They'll often release projects that aren't going to be in albums or anything like that, and they'll just put it on there. And like, I think Chance the Rapper or Charles Gambino once has just like put a new song up and just linked it in his Twitter and just sent people there. A lot of people won't even know about the song. You've got to kind of be yeah. a fan of his or be a follower. So those are kind of yeah. So those are kind of people that you definitely should follow because they're always releasing random stuff. Um, so off mic, we've had a laugh because I'm stumbling. <laughs> so we're just going to play a song <laughs> to kind of make my point. And it is, I mean, start the podcast <laughs> as we mean to go on. <laughs> Charles the Rapper released a song on SoundCloud and only SoundCloud. And even in the picture it says, let's release on SoundCloud. So, I mean, <laughs> listeners at home, I hope you've got a drink, Tam, because from now on it's shots every time we say SoundCloud. <laughs> we'll be dead by the end of it. That's a really good game. We should, we should have done that. So this is Big B's. I got money on my card. Put some money on these books. That's a yard. I declare war on the beast for my God. Sheesh. Gross three mil off the new hat. If I could go back and make a two cap. Love me in my city like Cusack. Get a little beat and I'll loop that. Get a little money, I'll hoop that. Split it with my niggas in the group chat. Left for a minute, then I flew back. Had to ask Bruce where the truth at. Had to ask Ron where the truth at. Now I can't ride with the roof back. Tell him I don't play around with other people. Kids got an office and a stick. So, Tim, take us to the first thing you're going to talk about. It's one of the things I really like about... Uh, the aforementioned uh, music platform no drinks yet listeners um, is that you get loads of covers on there we've done an episode on covers we've talked about covers many times and I really like hearing people's like alternative takes on stuff and because you get so many kind of up and coming artists obviously uh, it's the way a lot of bands kind of learn to play together Um, are you going to use one of my covers is that what you're going to talk about I don't know what do you mean one of your covers one of my covers that's on there. I'm not putting you up. God's sake. Absolutely not. We should play one of your songs on this episode. But you are not my number well, one I'm waiting pick. for you to do it because I'm not going to. So right. Well, well, you you can be number three then. Um, my number three has just been scratched. Look forward to this, listeners. In the final part of today's episode, we can listen to Harry sing. No, I was joking, Tim. No, it's happening. Anyway, my pick number one is a lady by the name of Ellie Bleach. Um, she's American, I believe, although there is... Often you get, like, the specification of a location on SoundCloud, but in this case, not. Just says USA, USA, USA. Only the once, but oh. that's the chart, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but she does a cover of a Brian Jonestown... Jonestown. <laughs> a Brian Jonestown Massacre track called, in brackets, uh, David Bowie, I Love You Since I Was Six. And it's a really, really brilliant song. Um, the vocals are very much kind of reminiscent of Elizabeth Sankey, who, if you don't know, she's the lead singer of uh, Summer Camp, British band, two-piece, male and female. Do a lot of kind of... Um, I they always remind me, their songs remind me of like... Do you remember Goosebumps books? Yeah. They had these weird kind of late 80s, early 90s 
quite atmospheric illustrations of like quintessentially American scenes. Yeah. And to me, that's almost exactly what summer camps sound like. And it's also uh, kind of what this track sounds like. Which, for people who have never seen those, is a rubbish description of some music. Um, but just think of kind of, yeah, it's ominous, slightly eerie um, 80s influenced music with a certain kind of slightly electronic vocal and you're kind of there and it goes through most of the track like that before at the end going into kind of a very reminiscent of Daniel Johnston instrumental Um, and funnily enough he's an artist who would have thrived on such a platform can you imagine his profile be absolutely chuck a block would have blown up Um, but it's really really cool and it's a you know sometimes you find just like a weird little track and that becomes for you like a big deal despite the fact that you see the plays going up and it's going nowhere and you think god i'm literally the only person in the world who's listening to this but you kind of love that about it um that is what this song has kind of become (coughs) for me but uh thankfully ellie beach has gone on to uh do slightly more exciting and bigger things she's got an ep out which is called uh petty you can find it on Bandcamp. Six tracks, all really good. But for me, nothing quite as exciting as the song I'm about to play. It's called David Bowie, I Loved You Since I Was Six, and it's Ellie Bleach. That was Eddie Bleach. Harry, do you have another hundred channels to <laughs> point us towards? I do. Good. Excellent um, news. No. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I have to let people know that before this, I said... <laughs> Might be a bit late today too, but it's all, it's all going to be fine because I'm pretty prepared. <laughs> you sat down. And then with my <laughs> bit of paper, with just channels on it. Pop, pop, as I'm world. looking through the channels, like, fuck, <laughs> I've just got titles. Oh, dear. Right, so... I'm glad that you picked on or picked up on covers because that's something I actually completely failed to mention in any of my kind of picks because covers is something that I've often done, especially when I was kind of putting things out there myself. A lot of them were covers. Mm. It, I think all bar two were maybe covers. Um, so that's kind of what I used it for. Yeah. And uh, like amazing, I, I did a cover of uh, Bible Belt by Dry the River. And the bass player managed to find it. And Mad. he tweeted it on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he tweeted it out on the Twitters. That's and that was cool, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I was off my nuts that day. It was amazing. Um, Just incidentally, you happened to be off your nut that day. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I didn't actually know it happened. I was just going too mad beforehand. Um, so yeah. So the other thing that I kind of use SoundCloud for are remixes. Mm-hmm. And I've got a little bit of a game for you. A game? I'm excited for this. Just stop me from having to pick a song. (laughs) (laughs) No, now this is something that I'd actually written down in my plan. Um, I do have a couple, just in case you can't. But this is the place, incidentally, that I found the Corliss version of um, Foles. Yeah, we played that on the podcast. We have. um, And... There's this really cool um, XX mashup with uh, Biggie Smalls. Okay. Love that. Love it. Nice. So I'd often go on there, kind of look up bands, and internet you'd always find remixes and stuff. So my game is, pick a band, I'm going to write them in, and then we'll see if there's a remix for them. Nice. Okay, so how many, how many goes do I have? <laughs> well... You have 
<laughs> three goes, but okay. hopefully your first one will be enough. But just try and pick an in, like I want like an indie band. Yeah, well, my my first one I'm gonna go just because I'm fascinated to see if it happens. Um, but I'm assuming it won't. Is why I asked how many. But I'm gonna go for Shed Seven first because, as you know, uh, York band, my hometown, one of my favourites, but also a bit odd. Okay. Choice. So I can't imagine there's too many Shed Seven remixes out there. Uh, Shed Seven remix. So we've got plenty of covers. Um, what's this? No, that's not it. <coughs> See, I wasn't. Didn't know you were going to do this to me, Tim. <laughs> the, I knew the first one was going to be uh, a dodgy one. So second one I'm going to go for is. Um, I'm going to go for what would make a nice cover. Let's go for the aforementioned Late of the Pier. Late of the Pier. Interesting. See, they would have only... I think their album came out in 2008. Yeah. Um, so they would have only just kind of uh, known about this. Late of the Pier. Let's put it in there. We have... We've got Best in Class, Soul Wax. We've got The Bears Are Coming. Uh, we've got a remix with Hockey. Hockey? The Shoes remix for Later the Pier, sorry. And then there's also one for Hockey. There's plenty. I mean, you've got a Simon Book... Simon, I can't... I can't see it without accidentally playing the song and ruining the... Oh, here we go. Bathroom Gurgle, Filthy Jukes. Oh, uh, that sounds good. Yeah? Because I've heard of Filthy Jukes. <coughs> okay. So... Maybe we'll play two just because I've done this quite quickly. Yes. But we'll play that first. So, Bar from Gurgle by Late the Pier, remixed by Filthy Jukes. Lovely. <laughs> time for I'm going pretty quick with these ones so I think we've got time for another one maybe two no one we'll do one we'll do one more we'll do the one more <laughs> so we'll pick another band Tim can you try you want and... me to do another one yeah um, okay who who would be funny if there was a remix let's go for Noah and the Whale Noah and the Whale that's a decent shout I haven't even heard a Noah in the World song for so long. Oh, I'm a rhymer. <laughs> I meant poet. <laughs> but I'll go with rhymer. Right, Noah in the Whale. We've got... I think we do. Uh, so we've got Life is Life, a Yuxek remix. We've got Tonight's The Kind of Night Rack Mix. Oh, is that RAC? Is that the RAC? Oh, let's go for that. Hang on a sec, because I... There's Life Goes On, Fake Blood remix. Life Goes On was a really good song, I think. There's a fair amount. We've got a Bibio remix of Waiting For My Chance To Come. I'm just seeing if there's a Five Years Time one. That would be yeah, quite that funny. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, give it all back. Rack Studio. Oh, no, it's R-A-K. Oh, no, it's just a studio. Uh, I'm just reading now on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I mean, this is just reading. Come on. This is fine. Oh, Pick they one. did a Robin cover. Um... Okay, let's go with one of the top ones. Let's go for the... Should we go for the Yuxek yeah. remix? Sounds or, good to me. Or the Rack remix? Uh, I go... Okay, go Rack. Okay. So we've got Noah and the Whale. Tonight's the kind of night. The RAC remix. Nice. up to the window the bus headed out of town his breath on the glass he draws with his finger the map of the roads they go down and circles of street lights the so you get two kind of uh, <laughs> <laughs> two, two songs um, obviously you get different kind of remixes the ones that completely flip songs upside down on their head 
and move stuff about and then you get something where they kind of just layer some music underneath the vocal and that yeah. but <clears throat> the point is there is an abundance <laughs> of remixes and have you picked any songs this week Gary yes oh no you picked mine um I do have one for the next one, right? Okay, lovely stuff. I've always used it for remixes. It's amazing. There's so much stuff on there. If you have, a, if you love a band, and you just you kind of heard everything of them, go and find a nice little remix. Foles bring them out all the time. If you're a Foles fan and you haven't heard the remixes, there's like one of every yeah. single. I mean, they. When you were saying, think of like two bands straight away. There's two that comes to mind purely because I knew they'd be good. It's Foles and it's the Horrors. Like the those two. Yeah kill it on the remixes always but it would have been an easy win for you I wanted to make you struggle no it's fine I was just searching their name and reading yeah <laughs> so it's quite easy um, so those are my ones Tim you know what it means next it means it's my pick that's true and we are flying <laughs> out to LA we're going to LA we've landed in LA and we're with LA's very own Michael Collins A.K.A. Run DMT, A.K.A. Salvia Plath, A.K.A. Now, drug dealer. What the fuck are you saying? (laughs) The same man has had two previous names. He was once known as Run DMT. Next, he was known as Salvia Plath, a bit like Sylvia Plath. Salvia's a drug, isn't it? But Sylvia Plath was a writer. Right. Uh, And now he's known as drug dealer. Um, Anyway... Uh, now he's just a drug dealer <laughs> now he's literally just a drug dealer man um, oh hang on run what was it run not run DMC no what yeah no what was it run DMT yeah that's a drug as well so it's yeah yeah it's all, it's all it's all drug references he's a drug man clearly he's a drug dealer <laughs> he had a drug no, man no the, the first one completely passed me by what Michael Collins <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I forgot what DMT was oh uh, yeah Anyway, he's an artist that I found on SoundCloud a few years ago under one of the previous names. I'm not quite sure which one, and has kind of <laughs> gradually evolved into now a uh, drug dealer. But I've always been kind of intrigued and interested by, again, a bit like my first pick, the kind of variety. Oh, my musical highlight, sorry. The variety of uh, the stuff that he puts out. He's, uh, he's quite experimental in what he does, but he seems to have settled now on this drug dealer moniker and has put out an album called The End of Comedy, which came out at the end of last year, under that name, and I think it's really, really interesting. Uh, There's a particular song I'm going to play from it, which is called Suddenly, featuring Way's Blood, which I have no idea where I feel like I know that name from, but I know I do. Um, And essentially, it's a really strange song, fundamentally. But... I really like it. It starts with this kind of Whitney-esque, kind of smooth, calm intro with like these beautiful female vocals over the top. And then it comes in with this kind of brilliantly 80s, heavily keyed beat, like sort of bouncy thing. Um, And it kind of keeps on going with that for a bit. And it almost sounds like some kind of weird... Mega Drive, Streets of Rage, kind of like eight bit kind of theme tune. Yeah, a bit like that. It plays that for a bit, and then sort of out of nowhere, this kind of wild sax comes in, like really eighties sax. Uh, and then it kind of just whips back again to the Whitney bit, and you're like, you kind of sat there like, what happened? What? The shop. We're a minute in, and so many things have hit my ears already, but. It is that kind of brilliant variety that I feel like only an independent music platform kind of gives you, really, because... Free reign. Yeah, people put out what they want on there, and I think he has put this album out on a label, to be fair, so he's obviously managed to get some backing, but still, it is that kind of, as you say, free reign to do exactly one that I really like. And what I like about the song is that. It's the crazy mix of all these different elements uh, that kind of feel like if you were... If you were doing a little kind of mathematic equation of what all the things that go into a song to make it work, this is not what you would calculate. But for me, it works. And I I realise this is going to be a Marmite one, for sure. I've played it, I think, to my little sister Lizzie, 
and I think I've played it to maybe one or two other people too and I think got poor reactions every time. So I am fully aware that this may not go down well, but for me, it's really good. The song is called Suddenly, it's by Drug Dealer, it features Wade's blood, and let me know what you think. That was Drug Dealer with Suddenly, and as you said just before we stopped listening to that, Harry, quite random. <laughs> right. In a great way, though. Yeah. But I feel like I've just been thrown really fast through the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah. Someone's just given me a big old kick. Yeah. Kick it's... in the ass, and I've swiped through all three yeah. decades. It is that. It's kind of like a total mess of all those things, but I think in a really fun and interesting and a smart way. way as well it's not yeah. it's not badly done it's really cleverly done it's yeah. nice it's really nice yeah um and that, yeah like i say i think that is kind of emblematic emblematic of uh kind of what of you know what's cool about soundcloud weird things get made and they get put out and you they're kind of open to everyone to go and access and just think yeah i'm into it even if it is now that's not going to be a mainstream hit is it let's be honest but It'll find an audience on a platform like that. So yeah, that is my second pick. Harry, on to your third and final. Right, so this is the part where I kind of finally... <laughs> pick a song. Pick a song. <laughs> and it's a little bit weird because I've had um, an aspect of this as a highlight and I feel a little bit like I'm cheating. Although it just so happens that this is um, probably my first real the first time I really delved into SoundCloud and found something um I don't know what the word is I'll say what it is so then you might be able to help me but basically I found Jack Stedman the artist of Bombay Bear School Club <laughs> see I can't do it <laughs> and he did like just loads of separate work on his own some remixes and like just different tracks very 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 different to what the band were doing at the time okay and I think I just heard that he produces and like looked up his name I think I was trying to find them on Facebook or something it was weird um, and then I came across <laughs> this SoundCloud account and it was like so it was the first time kind of seeing into the life of a lead singer and hearing you know the stuff that they do on the side of the, the projects that you're used to so I remember there was a time when everyone said that he was going to India or something um, to kind of find himself. He did a bit of a George Harrison. Yeah. Yeah. And then he brought it back to the band and they did a, they did some kind there of was, Asian were, influences. In, for sure, in um, the album that's name I've forgotten. So Long to See You Tomorrow. Yes, that is the one I mean. Um, yeah, so he brought those kind of elements into that and it was nice to kind of see him on a personal level and this is like this sounds a bit mad to say but things weren't like they were like Twitter and that wasn't as big at the time the, the time that I was going back and listening to or looking up this stuff so you couldn't just go and see exactly what they were doing on Instagram or Twitter and stuff I make it sound like it was bloody years ago yeah. <laughs> there was no internet um, but it was long ago that that stuff wasn't as prominent in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> for sure. Don't quote anything Star Wars when you don't like it. I'm not up for I that. I still know the bit. I know you do, but I don't respect it from you. <laughs> I don't so, respect you. Uh, Lisp man. In, incidentally enough, this I've said incidentally six <laughs> times in this podcast. I've realised that now. <laughs> I only have a vocabulary of about 38 words. Um, this is actually a cover and a remix. No, it's just a remix. <laughs> but um, I'm not going to put it in my remix section. It's going to be in my songs that I've picked section. Um, so this... The point I'm making in this part of the show is that 
when you go to these people's personal accounts, you'll get all kinds of stuff that just isn't related to them as an actual artist in all the stuff you're used to, which is great because you can see what they're interested in musically other than the stuff you're used to. Again, repeating myself. The song is uh, From Above by Ray Morris and it's the Jack Stibben remix that he produced. Don't get too close to me, I'm not likely to Tim, I eventually got to a third pick. Um, what's your third? My third pick is just this like lovely little chap that I... I feel like I forced this upon you. I found on SoundCloud <laughs> once upon a time, many moons ago. How uh, do you ever listen to my SoundCloud? I've listened to your I remember I'd put them on Facebook probably back in the day. Yeah, I don't know if I'd listened to it on SoundCloud, but I've definitely listened to your recordings. It would have been you various stuff before. Play. Yeah. I was I was there I was there back in the day, yeah. Repping the team, um, so you have to. From what I did did recently on this, is I've each one of my picks has proved a point. Yeah. So what, what point are you going to prove with this? <laughs> that anyone can upload. Literally any old maniac <laughs> can put music up there, including a fella in a spiky hat and a Joy Division T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, Reading. Yeah. Exactly. You're in the mood. 2K11. 12? What I'm trying to say, listeners, is that our very own Harry, this was his idea for an episode, and rightly so, because uh, he is someone who embraced SoundCloud not only as a consumer of music, but as an uploader. We've come a long, long way together, not only me and Harry, but all of us as a group, to this point, and up until now, we've never heard... Harry's beautiful voice, his lovely musical ability. To be fair. He's genuinely a talented musician, and it's about time, quite frankly, that we played a little bit of Harry Williams on the podcast. He's wincing, he's no, sweating, he's rubbing this. his eyes. He's re- not having it, <laughs> I basically. I recorded this for a friend's birthday, and I recorded it at 2am in like an hour. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When we play everyone else's songs, all these other artists, do we let them like explain a little bit beforehand before we play it? Yeah, but I have to let you know no, that it's no, not no, 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 very well done. <laughs> you don't get to. Would you want us to like every time we want to play a song, ask the artist if they want to kind of put a disclaimer out first? Yes, exactly. <laughs> my point is, this is my fix. So shout out. Uh, yes. It is our one, our only, Harry Williams, fanning his face in the corner. Uh, It's a cover of The World at Large by Modest Mouse, and it's really good. And we're going to have a little listen, and listeners appreciate him. We've got a real talent here in our midst. Put on an accent. Oh, well, who cares? Everyone does it. Uh, Here we go. It's Harry Williams. Take us away. Maybe one I can stand. I move on to another day. To a whole new town with a whole new way. Went to the porch to have a thought. Got to the door and again I couldn't stop. You don't know where and you don't know when. But you still got your words and you got your friends. Walk along to another day. Walk a little harder, walk another way Well, oh, oh, baby, I ain't got no plan Well, flow, oh, maybe what you understand Gonna flow, oh, maybe what So there you have it, that was Harry That was our Harry uh, Singing for us Lovely stuff, No mate. mastering, no nothing Leave it out No bombing, no heavy petting Be me <laughs> Lovely stuff, mate, I'm That's proud good. of you I've, I've heard it at least three or four times before Lovely stuff. Lovely, lovely stuff. Three or four times. Yeah. Is that it? Stopped, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to listen to it every night. I have to listen to you singing every week, <laughs> non-stop. 
Of all the people in the world, I've probably heard you sing more than anyone else. And I'm trying to start recording and they're just belting out nonsense that we're not listening to. <laughs> the amount of times you're like, are you ready? And then I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. And then I just, yeah, just singing. Harry, you said you were ready, yeah. but you're not ready. You keep singing. Yeah. Or I'll be looking at you and you'll have been shouting something, literally shouting something. And then you look at me like, what? So I can't do anything until you shut up. Anyway, that was lovely, and if that doesn't sum up what SoundCloud's all about, then I don't know what it does. What we're trying to say this week is, listeners, if we can, as fans, as users, as uploaders, as artists, as whatever we all are, do anything to save this sacred platform, let's all do it. Let's come together, save SoundCloud, S-O-S. Save our SoundCloud. And with that, we bring this week's episode to a close. I have been Tim. And I have been Harry. And you have been our beautiful, beautiful listeners. Thank you so much for being here once again. It's a pleasure and a joy to entertain you every single week. We love you. So, uh, we're going to go out on a certain song, and I believe, Harry, you picked it. So, what is it going to be? Yeah, we're going to play Everything's Good, uh, in brackets, good-ass outro by Chance the Rapper. Because this is a good-ass outro. Exactly. Yeah. And shout chance, so yeah. See you later guys, see you next week. Bye. Everything's good. Rubbing on your chins, every jam, my jello, branching chillo. Everything's good. My manager backpack pack with packs of cigarettes and some fruit snacks and some killers. Phone numbers on speed dial, call them say monkey gorillas. Everything's good. I ain't really that good at goodbye. I ain't really always been a good guy. I used to be thirsty, even running through purses, even persons leave them hurting, bleeding. I ain't really helped the helpless. I used to be worse than worthless. Now I'm worth hooks and verses. I'm good like books and churches, heralds and hooks and churches. Everything's good. See my name when you Google search it. Use a card when I make a purchase. Everything's good. But I knew it was fly when I was just a caterpillar. That I make it even if I never make a miller. When I meet my maker, he gon' make sure that we chill on And everything's good I ain't really that good at good night I ain't really that bad at sleeping With bad bitches, put them aside I used to be thirsty, creeping Now I'm out working evenings, birthdays even Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, weekends Rehearsing versus murder and murder and evens Damn, it feel good to be a gangster And it feel good for me to thank y'all